right. I'm going to invite my leaders here. back up, including Randy and Janine, so you guys didn't need to sit down. All right. I'm going to be doing things a little bit out of order here because we got some students that need to get to their graduation. So we're just going to jump right to it. Jacob, come on up. This is Jacob Waffle, everybody. And uh, he is literally like on his way to his graduation from Olivet High School right now. And Jacob is going to be attending Trine University where he's going to be getting a degree in civil engineering, right? And also playing baseball on Trine's team. And so that is super exciting. Uh, we are so grateful that you have been a part of this church, and have an awesome day. Go graduate. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, now uh, I want to get to a couple of the college graduates. We're going to have some grads up here that just get up and leave during service. I'm going to try to not be too offended, so just uh, hang with it. We're going to go back to the college graduates. Now we've got a couple of college graduates that we want to recognize and honor today. Uh, the first one is Noah Coleman. Noah is graduating from Kellogg Community College with an associate's degree in science, and he's going to be transferring to Western Michigan this fall where he's going to be pursuing a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. And um, Noah has been an awesome part of our youth group. He was in your guys' seats just a couple of years ago and um, now gets to be moving uh, to Western and he's been an awesome part of this church. He was up here playing bass this morning, and he has been serving with our middle school youth group, which has been really awesome. And so uh, he's a huge blessing. Noah, where are you at? Yeah, give a little wave. All right. Congratulate, Noah. <clears throat> All right. Our other college graduate we want to honor today is Andrea Young, who is actually Randy Janine's daughter. This is just a full souls day, isn't it? And uh, Andrea recently graduated from Western Michigan University with her doctorate in occupational therapy. And so she, uh, is she, she's Dr. Young now, is that correct? Oh my goodness. That is hard to believe. And she was sitting in your guys' seats a little bit more than two years ago. Uh, she's been working on, on that, that schooling for a little while. Um, but she is going to be pursuing uh, a position, hopefully working with children in, in schools or in a clinic, right? And so uh, go ahead and give Andrea a hand. <clears throat> I'm back to the high school grads. So I, I'm a very OCD person, and like they're all in alphabetical order by last name, of course, right? That's how graduation is going to go for you guys anyways. Uh, we had to get our Olivet grad out of here. Now we got to get our Marshall grads out of here because they've got graduation in a little bit. And then Marshall Academy, we got you guys, your graduation today too. So bear with me here. Um, but I'm going to invite, uh, let's see, who's got the next one? Uh, that is Janine. You can come up and grab the next one. Oh, yeah. You want a microphone? That might make it a little bit easier. Oh, there you go. I don't know. The, yeah, there it goes. There go. The next grad is Aiden Noel. Aiden is a graduate of Marshall High School, and he will be attending Calvin College to play football and get a degree in business, um, then own a business someday. Sorry for the confusion here. Um, our next graduate is Braylon Walker graduate from Marshall High School. 
and Calhoun Area Tech Center. Come here, Braylon. Braylon's goal, if you ever talk to Braylon, um, he has a passion and a love for mechanic work, and he's very good at it. So he, his goal is to become a diesel mechanic. Congratulations to Braylon. The next graduate is Shannon Barba. Okay, Shannon is a graduate of Marshall High School several years ago. <laughs> he is currently attending Albion College with plans to attend MIT for graduate school in engineering. Congratulations. Next graduate is Frank Giesen. And he's graduating from Classical Con Conversations Homeschool um, and is attending Calvin University to study business. Congrats. And then our next graduate is Stephen Klepper. <laughs> Graduating from homeschool and is pursuing a career in ministry. Next graduate is Hayden Smith, homeschool student. <laughs> Hayden's considering a career in law enforcement and, an, and or enlisting in the United States Air Force. Our next graduate is Melody Smith. She graduated from homeschool with um, Classical Conversations. Um, she, her plans are to attend KCC and continue serving on worship teams, continuing in her musical skills and deepening her relationship with God. Our next graduate is Brevin Van Lenti, Marshall Academy. His plans are to attend Northern Michigan University and obtain a degree in criminal justice 
with a minor in wildlife conservation law and policing to become a conservation officer for the state of Michigan. Congratulations, Brevin. And our next graduate is Danny Fenlente. Danny is a graduate of Marshall Academy. She will attend Northern Michigan University and major in fisheries and wildlife management with a minor in outdoor recreation leadership and management. She's also run cross country and track and field for the Northern team, is what she plans on doing. Congratulations, Danny. All right, let's give one more hand to all of our graduates today. <clears throat> this is an awesome group of students, even though we did lose a few. This is uh, an awesome group of students here, and I'm just so grateful for you all and, and the part that you've played in this youth group and in this church. And uh, we get to see some of the personality that you all have come out just a little bit in the slideshow we're going to take a look at here in just a moment. And so I invite you, uh, parents, get out your Kleenex. Uh, I, I don't even know if you guys all know what pictures got sent, so this might be a surprise for some of you too. But uh, have fun and check out this slideshow for grads.
Well, congrats to all of our graduates. Is that fun for you guys or not so much? <laughs> it's, uh, it's always fun looking back at all the fun pictures that we get to watch through together. And uh, sometimes I get extra pictures sent to me. So I have many more pictures of you guys that were sent to me that I get to look at too, which is always so much fun. And we are so proud of you guys, and it is such an amazing accomplishment for you guys to graduate high school and uh, to be moving on to whatever God has for you next. Now, this morning, as I share today, uh, don't worry, I won't be sharing for too long because I know we've uh, had a long service already. This is going to be the abridged version of the sermon from first service. So if you want to hear the full sermon, go back, listen online on our website or Facebook, YouTube, whatever, to the first sermon. But this today, right now, this is really directed towards you guys, right? This is for you. And everybody else, they're just, they just can listen in. This is for all of us, but this is directed towards our graduates here today. Now, this morning, um, if you want to turn, we're going to be in the book of Philemon. And no, I did not mean to say Philippians. Philemon is a real book of the Bible. And for all you students, you probably are not surprised to hear me say Philemon is one of my favorite books of the Bible. Because <laughs> I say that about a lot of books of the Bible. It's a great one. All right? And so we're going to be in Philemon. Again, there's a lot more about it that I mentioned earlier this morning in first service. But here's one verse in particular that I want to highlight for you guys today. Philemon is a letter. It's only 25 verses, and I want to look at verse 6 today. And this is what Paul writes to Philemon. He says, I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. In other words, Paul is telling Philemon, I pray that our partnership, that our community that we're a part of as followers of Jesus, that it would give us a fuller understanding of who Jesus is. Now, you'll notice there's a word behind partnership there. It's the Greek word koinonia. Everybody say koinonia. Koinonia. There you go. You learned some Greek today. Koinonia. And this word shows up several times throughout the letter to Philemon. But right here, we see this word koinonia. And the word koinonia means things like partnership, as we see here. It means fellowship. It means communion, contributory help, participation, sharing in, spiritual fellowship. Koinonia is all about community, doing life together. It's the body of believers, followers of Jesus, being together. And so this morning, I want to share with you guys about this idea of koinonia. It's not a word that, anybody used that word this week? Besides me running through my sermon? No, none of us use this word. Koinonia is a foreign concept. And yet, koinonia is what God has called us to. And as we see here in this letter from Paul to Philemon, koinonia being a part of spiritual community and fellowship with other believers deepens our understanding of every good thing that we have in Jesus. In other words, if we're trying to do the Christian walk alone, it's all well and good to spend time talking to God in prayer or reading the word or getting to know him more. That's great. Do that. We need that. But if that's all we do and that's where we live, we are missing out in a key piece of what it means to know Jesus and to follow him. As a youth pastor, one of my primary goals for you guys is to show you Jesus, to help you know Jesus, and then to equip you to be able to walk with him for a lifetime. It's not just about coming to youth group and showing up one Sunday, you know, one Sunday a week. <laughs> That's every Sunday. <laughs> it's not just about showing up one day a week and calling it good. But now you're at the stage of life where it's up to you. 
It's you choosing to follow Jesus. It doesn't matter what your parent. It doesn't matter what your parents think. It doesn't matter what your parents think. It doesn't matter what your parents believe. It doesn't matter what your parents say. It's up to you. Following Jesus is a choice each of you has to make, whether or not you will or won't do that. Moving forward, it's making your faith your own. And I grew up coming to church and coming to youth group and being a part of the worship team and serving around the church and going on mission trips and all of those things that many of you guys have been a part of over the years. But it wasn't until my post-college year, or post-college, my post-high school years, when I was surrounded in good, solid, godly community, when I experienced that koinonia that God desires for us, that I really saw my faith take off as I made the decision to make my faith my own. And so my hope and prayer for you guys as you step into whatever God has for you next, as we heard earlier, going different places and doing different things with your lives, my hope and prayer for you is that the Holy Spirit would grab a hold of you and give you such a strong desire to know him more, to know Jesus, and to be able to grow in that relationship and share that with others, to live that out, and that you would pursue a solid godly community, that you would desire to experience koinonia and be a part of living in community with other believers. Because God can use that to help you grow to become more like Jesus, and God can use you to help others grow to become more like Jesus. We all need each other. We're all in this together. And so while we're not unpacking all of Philemon here in this service today, I want to give you guys just a glimpse of what koinonia looks like, lived out even just here in the letter to Philemon. So koinonia, koinonia, first of all, it means thankfulness. Are you thankful for the people around you? Are you thankful for who God has put in your life? The things that God has done for you, the ways that he has blessed you. Second, koinonia means prayer. It means connecting with God, getting to know him more through spending time with him in prayer, through spending time in his word. And prayer isn't just for me or about me, but that I'm praying for the people around me, that I'm praying with the people around me. There's something powerful about praying together. Third, koinonia is about personal growth. If I'm a part of community, if I'm a, a part of koinonia, I have my part to play, and I want to be lifting each up, the other people around me up, which means I need to be pursuing Jesus. I need to be growing and becoming more like him by his spirit. So it's a question to ask yourself, am I growing in my faith? Am I growing in my relationship with God? What do I still need to learn? Because again, being a part of koinonia, a part of fellowship with other believers, helps deepen our understanding of who Jesus is. Fourth, it means loving others and caring for them. As a fun little side note, I learned that the name Philemon means loving. We are meant to be Philemons to one another, to love and care for each other, to see the needs around us and seek to meet those needs. And it starts with the love of Jesus. As the love of God flows through us, we want to, as Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so when I'm loving God with all that I've got and I allow his love to flow through me into how I love others, it's amazing the impact that we can have as part of community as we seek to love those around us. Number five, koinonia means sharing my faith. It means sharing what I believe with others and inviting them to be a part of this community because if I keep this to myself and I don't bring others in, we're not going to see growth in the family of God. The reason we can be here 2,000 years after Jesus and after Paul wrote this letter is because people went and shared the gospel with others. 
And churches spread and the gospel spread. They grew. We need to be sharing our faith as a part of being in koinonia. We need to be in community. That might seem obvious. To be in, have community, you need to be in community. But it's true. We need to be in community and doing life together. We see in the book of Acts chapter 2 where Paul, or excuse me, Luke talks about the, the early church and the fellowship. that He uses that word fellowship, that word koinonia, that they have with one another. We need to be in community, not alone. We were created for relationship with one another. Koinonia means being life-giving, speaking life into the people around us. We want to refresh the people around us rather than drain them. And maybe that's an important question to ask the people around us. It's kind of a scary question, but asking the people around us, if they're being honest, are we a drain to them or do we refresh them? And then listen humbly. Or maybe on the flip side, it's the people I'm surrounding myself with. Are they a drain to me or do they refresh me? Maybe I need to surround myself with people who are more refreshing. Koinonia means usefulness. It means being productive and useful in the kingdom of God, that we all have gifts and talents to bring. You guys all have gifts and talents to bring, that God has created you to use, God has equipped you to use, and he desires for you to put those to good use. We all have something to bring. Koinonia means being welcoming. As we welcome with open arms the people who are similar to us into the family of God, the people who are different from us, the people that we get along with, the people that we don't get along with? Are we welcoming the people who don't welcome us or don't love us in return or are different from us or we don't agree with or I'm not most inclined to welcome them? Am I welcoming them with open arms into the family of God? And finally, koinonia means laying myself down. It means, as Jesus said, seeking not to be served but to serve and to give our lives to lay ourselves down, to put others' needs before our own. It's not koinonia, it's not godly community if we're all just in it for ourselves. We all seek to grow together, to desire Jesus together, to serve one another and to lift each other up. And so what I desire for you guys as you take this step, graduating and into the life that God has for you, is that you would pursue koinonia That doesn't just mean showing up at church on Sunday and calling it good, but engaging in this community, engaging in your own relationship with God and helping others to be a part of that, sharing him with the people around you. One thing that I've seen is that Jesus not only desires life for us, Jesus is life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the resurrection and the life. He desires and gives us not just any life, but life to the full. We're going to search and seek for that in so many other places, but the only place that we truly find that is in Jesus himself. And so we, we need to have him, we need to have these people around us lifting each other up, pointing us to Jesus. We cannot experience koinonia any other way. So that's my challenge to you guys as you graduate. Love God, love others. Seek God, pursue others. Grow to know Jesus more and grow to know the other people around you more and that you would find yourself wherever you are in a good, solid community, in in koinonia, a place where you can grow together, 
a place where you can make your faith your own, where you can welcome people in no matter how similar or different to you they are. Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave so that we could know him. He died on the cross and rose from the grave so that we could experience that life to the full. So that's my challenge to you guys today. How can you be a picture of the love and grace of Jesus, not just within these walls, but beyond them, wherever God sends you? One of my, I said this, Philemon is one of my favorite books of the Bible. One of my favorite verses is the Great Commission, the very end of Matthew, chapter 28, when Jesus tells his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. And that word go in the Greek means as you are going. In other words, as you're going, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, make disciples. Share the gospel, surround yourself with solid community, with that koinonia. We are all blessed to have the opportunity to be a part of the family of God, the fellowship, the community that he desires for us. So we did it. We graduated. We made it. Congratulations, you guys. I am so excited for you and so blessed by each of you. And I'm going to miss having you guys at youth group. Well, you still can come for the next couple months. After this summer, I'm going to miss having you guys at youth group. But I know that God has amazing things in store for you beyond right now and right here and what you can see. And I just invite you to trust him and trust him and trust him with whatever he lays before you. And so at this point in time, I want to invite our students to come up. You guys can stand up here. I'm going to invite your parents, your families to come forward. So families, go ahead and come forward. I want to pray over you all, just a prayer of blessing. Um, students, you guys can just stand in front of the stairs here. And families, parents, come on forward. You can stand. You guys can spread out a little bit so there's room for your families to come stand next to you. But I just want to pray a, a prayer of blessing over you all. Knowing that Jesus desires life for us, that every good thing we could have for the sake of Christ is found in him. It really is a family affair. All right, if you just want to extend your hand as we pray over these graduates. Jesus, thank you so much for the opportunity we have to celebrate these students and their accomplishments and Lord, they have done so many things, and we know in many ways this is just the beginning, that you have such great things in store for them, that you desire good things for them, that you just desire for them to know you. Lord, I pray that each of them would choose to make their faith their own, that they would just run to you, desire you fully, and to grow deeper in that relationship with you that you would help them to be intentional to put themselves in good community, but also that you would surround them with good, solid, godly community. Lord, that they would, they would pursue you, that they would pursue others. Lord, I pray for these parents and these siblings, families, uh, as they get to celebrate the sending of these students. Pray that you would comfort their hearts, that you would um, just bless them for all of the hard work of parenting that they've put in over the years. And knowing that parenting, uh, they're, they're always going to be parents. But even as that, that dynamic changes, that they still love their kids, that they still love you. And Lord, we just know that you are going to be honored by these students here in so many ways. 
So we pray your blessing over them, even for those who are graduating today, especially that today would be a special day. Lord, thank you for all that you're doing, for the ways that you are growing and shaping and molding them into young men and women who desire you or becoming more like you. And so, Father, we just dedicate the rest of this day, the rest of their lives to you, knowing that it's all for your glory. Help us as a part of the family of God, as a part of community and fellowship and koinonia, to all have our parts to play, that we could step out in faith to engage in this, to invite others into this, that we could lift one another up as we give you all the glory. So, Father, we give this day to you. In your wonderful, powerful, precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.